This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we are in Nashville. We are. Sitting down with uh, Dirty, <laughs> um, talking all things Red Room. Yeah. When she told you her name, you blushed a little. I did. I particularly liked the name Dirty. <laughs> she said, I'm Dirty, and I was like, well, me too. <laughs> and it helps that she's gorgeous. Yeah. So we, we bonded instantly. Yeah. I, I love it. I think I we bonded it. more when she was trying to turn the lights on. When she was bent over playroom. the yeah. tables, yeah. I yeah. Can't, couldn't help but keep touching. <laughs> like, let, me, let me just help you with that I can't, let me, I can't find the switch. It's down here somewhere. I'm like, is she doing this on purpose? I don't, I don't just take do. it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway. You all right. Dirty so secrets. Yeah. So dirty. We yes. want to know everything uh, about you. So if you want to start with a little little bio, tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever you're comfortable sharing to the Swing Nation listeners. Okay. Uh, we'd like to hear it, and then uh, we'll we'll do the what most swingers do when they meet each other, and talk a little bit about um, how you found the lifestyle. Oh, so all right, cool. Well, okay, so I am Dirty, um, Dirty Dee on the Red Room site, and I have been in the lifestyle for twenty ooh, twenty four years, That's and awesome. um, <laughs> I've had a lot of ups and downs with it, and it has been an adventure to say the least. Um, the best part of it is where I'm at right now. Because I am in a great place. I've got a great guy. And um, this this Red Room experience has been amazing. Yeah. It has been so much fun because we are introducing people to a lifestyle that is opening and freeing them from the stigmatism of what they feel in their hearts and, and what their desires are. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we're giving them a place to feel safe and to feel welcome and to feel sexy. Awesome. So, so 22 years ago, mm. how did, how did dirty find <laughs> out about this, this swinging thing? How did, how did you stumble into this, this lifestyle, this community? Fantasies. Fantasies. You, you, you're like, you know what, what's your biggest fantasy? I was like, Oh, I have this fantasy of being with another woman. And 
then my husband at the time, he was like, his eyes lit up like, really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And the next thing you know, we're like online looking, and this is, of course, 20-something years ago, isn't as easy to find back then as it yeah. is now. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course, it was a little more um, under the table type of thing. But our first place was uh, Menage mm-hmm. in Nashville, mm-hmm. which is where we kind of based Red Room off of mm-hmm. because Menage was a – uh, a very high class, high um, profile type of place. Um, you could go in there and you could be, you could feel very um, sexy and very quiet. It was very dark. Um, it didn't feel dirty and seedy. Like you didn't just walk in and there's like people going crazy. It was very classy. Mm-hmm. Um, you had your little open bar, you had your dance floor, you had security, and you had the girl who was introducing you to people around you who kind of like, you know, like, hey, this is so-and-so, this is dirty, and this is so-and-so. And then she'd introduce you to other couples. So it was a great way to get into the lifestyle mm-hmm. without feeling like you were walking into um, a really dirty CD place. Yeah. That so that's was, what we kind of represent Red Room, yeah. same way. So Menage was the first swinger club I ever went to, too. So we have <laughs> so that you, in you common. You and Dirty have that in common. Yeah, so, yeah we so do. <laughs> 22 years ago, how do you, how did you find Menage? Is, how, how do you oh. find that? A, a magazine? It? Is it in a newspaper? Did is you, it? It was. On, I mean, there was internet twenty-two years ago, but there probably was. barely, right? <laughs> yeah, there was. It was um, more of a like word of mouth. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, being a dirty girl like I am, <laughs> I had other people had that I would friends. talk to. Yes, yes, I did, <laughs> and they introduced me to to that to that club. And then, of course, there was also TSC, which was another great club at the time. Um, and so the, the whole, that was a Nashville area club. Yep, okay. Yep. 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 There. And if anybody listens, that's been a TSC and Menage, they'll know there's a difference. Kind of like we are, we have a different clientele than other clubs around. Um, we try to be a little more particular about who we invite and the dress code and what we have for rules. Mm-hmm. Um, we, so we're trying to, to give everybody the the feeling of safety and security and classy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, no, when I went to Menage, it was uh it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience. Uh walking in, you didn't see a lot of crazy, but you went upstairs and you saw some fun yeah. stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, there were some beautiful things going on up there. Yeah. <laughs> so were you hooked from the first time you went? Was just like these are like I always say, these are my people. Like I knew <laughs> as soon as I walked in that this was something that I wanted to be a part of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love sexy women. I love sexy men. I love music. I love the lifestyle. I love dancing. Mm-hmm. I love to feel empowered. And when you go to these places, uh, you are in control. Mm-hmm. You know, you and your partner have the agreement before you walk in what's going to happen. Yeah. Of course, things will change. But mm-hmm. but it's an amazing feeling when you walk in that door and it's the dark and the lights yeah. and the and the, the feeling. Mm-hmm. And you got people who have the same mindset as you. So mm-hmm. it's a great it's a great thing. It's just a sexy atmosphere. I think people don't realize that that are new to lifestyle and they want to come. I think they think it's going to be so intimidating. It is really just a sexy atmosphere. Even yes. if you don't do anything. Just like with the low lights and just watching people mm-hmm. and just being around people like that. I think people like miss that part of it it's very sexy well it is very sexy and it's actually safer than if you yeah. go downtown mm-hmm. i mean I, hell i've been downtown when i was in my early 20s and i was groped and yeah. harassed and it was very uncomfortable whereas yeah. when i went to menage i was actually safer and felt better about myself because i wasn't being handled like a sex object yeah. which is weird i no, I want to be handled like a sex object yeah but, but on your but own on terms. my own terms yeah mm-hmm. no, I <laughs> so, get that's, that. the, so that's the difference it's yeah. like you know when you go downtown you've got fifty thousand people just in in your face and yeah. here it's so much more respect yeah so mm-hmm. yeah okay so t- so you go to menage for the first time <laughs> um and then you you fast forward a few years um, you've been in the lifestyle the whole time, but you, you have a new husband now yeah. and you, you met him in the lifestyle. Is that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> how, how I, that... I recommend that. Um, yeah. although it, although it is kind of fun to introduce them to it because I asked a lot of the girls like, so who was, whose idea was it? Was it your idea or his idea? Yeah. We could ask we, me, me and Lacey also met in the lifestyle and the same thing all the time. Yeah. We could ask all the questions. time. So yeah, I want to know who was it? Who? Out of us, yeah. or who who was the ringleader in this oh, whole? Oh, me and adventure? him. Uh huh. Uh, well, I mean, we knew we wanted to be swingers from day one. 
So that was never like a question because okay. like he knew I was a single female and he knew, I mean, he knew, I knew that he was a single male. So like we always knew that this okay. was something that we wanted yeah. to do. Yes. And we kind of go back and forth just like throughout our relationships. Like sometimes he is like all about swinging and then sometimes I am. Mm-hmm. But I think like we were talking about this the other day. You said something about, I just like being naughty. So, like, I crave that more so than the actual swinging, would you say? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's funny because Lacey says all the time, like, oh, you're so – you know, like, she – there's a general impression that I'm, like, kind of – like you said, the ringleader of this, right? Uh But then when we ever take a long break, Lacey's like, we need to go fuck some people. Right. She's always the one that's like, no, we need to go get back out there and do something. It's a dry spell for a while. It's always me planning things. Like, right now, Uh we have, like, a six-week span where we haven't done any swinging just because with the holidays and stuff and, like – this weekend, I was like, "You want to go to the strip club?" It's like I was just <laughs> She's like craving, like craving yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm craving yeah. that like sexy outlet yes. of some. Yeah, so it's it's more about just like that outlet than it is about the actual sex for me, though. Well, it's like a, it's for me. It's a whole. Um, it's the whole flirting. It's the yeah. whole excitement of it, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we need sometimes. Is just mm-hmm. the excitement mm-hmm. of even if it's just a different person or a different atmosphere, mm-hmm. like the sex club, or yeah. the um, the swinger, not the swingers clubs, the um, strip, strip clubs. clubs. Yeah. So we've been to a couple of those, yeah. and they're fun, but the girls are just not. It's just too vanilla for yeah. even well, us. So for well, us, the girls aren't always into it. You can no, tell, you can tell they're that they're, they're like faking it. Yeah. It's like yeah. oh, it's hard for me. Like we you, can you're so doing see sexy things, but I can tell you're not really feeling sexy. Not into yeah. It. Well, we don't have a swingers club near us. Right. You're probably the closest one. You're a few hours away. So if we just need naughty fun for mm-hmm. the night, that's like our closest thing yeah. that we have. We do have one that's pretty close. Yeah. A strip club that's very close to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I um I think that the whole the swingers club thing is becoming a lot more um, attractive to us because I know I hang out with vanilla friends. Mm-hmm. I, I had to say vanilla, but but they are, and it's it's more fun almost to hang out with people like us, yeah, who who we can talk so honest and mm-hmm. open with mm-hmm. that you can like talk about this you can just be your true self, yeah, yeah. You can talk about this this crazy experience. That's yeah. the thing I like about it most is that you can hear people's stories. You're yeah. like, oh, been there, done that. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Or oh man, I want to I want to know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a lot of fun to do this. Yeah. Okay. So how did you meet your current husband? <laughs> Can we ask that question? You, you don't want to talk about it? We don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We met on AFF. Okay. Adult Friend Fund. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So and you were transitioning from a previous relationship and yeah. you were sowing was, your oats and you found I him? was vanilla for several years and okay. it was killing me. I wanted to play so bad. Mm-hmm. But I was being the good wife, doing the things and raising the children and all that. Mm-hmm. And boy, there was a part of me that wanted to bring dirty out so bad. <laughs> and she finally got to come out and she was like, out having a great time and i when i met when i met my husband i was like don't get attached don't do not fall in love because this girl's having fun she's been you know living the life of celibacy Mm -hmm. for so many years and she wants to get out there and get dirty and i was i was having a great time Mm -hmm. and then um you know he reeled me in and i we and we ended up talking about it and we both love the lifestyle Mm -hmm. and we've made it we made it work for us. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's where honesty, communication, and not trying to be anything other than what you are yeah. makes it so much better. Yeah. If you try to hide who you are, which I did for years, mm-hmm. it, it it swallowed me. I felt like I was dying. Yeah. And when I finally got free, I was like, oh, I don't want to ever do that yeah. again. So now, I think we both can relate to that on so many oh, levels. that you can. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very You know, you met your husband on Adult Friend Rider. We met on SLS. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, early on in our relationship, we had those same conversations where – I don't know if monogamy is for me. I don't know if marriage is for me. You know, like I've screwed this, you know, I've now been in a couple long-term relationships and I fucked them all up. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody else. So like, what does the future look like? And we had all those conversations and, you know, me and her had them because like, kind of, I think what you're saying with your husband is we didn't really have an expectation to be in a long-term mm-hmm. committed relationship with each right. other, which kind of like freed us up to be open with each yeah. other and really like kind of yeah. get in depth on some of those kind of yeah. those issues. And and it's funny that once you, once you tell somebody all your, your deepest, darkest yeah. secrets and, and fuck ups and everything, and, and then they, they still, still, and see they still you. are like, no, I want you <laughs> I and I want to marry you, you yeah. and I love you. And it's like, yeah. well, shit, maybe, maybe you are, we, maybe this is you yeah. know meant to be. Well, so. and there's right. something so freeing that knowing that I can tell him anything, like I can come home and be like, 
there's this fantasy that's kind of fucked up, but I really, <laughs> really want to do it. And he can look at me and be like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's, fine, whatever. And like, I, d- I don't think people realize how wonderful that is. She fucked Don- John Dutton the other night in her dream. In my dream. <gasps> oh, hell I yeah. Did. And he woke, me up. he woke me up. Can I have John and Rip at the same time? I was like, She's like, I was weird? just fucking John Dutton. And I'm like, what? Are you? I was trying to have sex with her and she didn't want to fuck me. And I'm like, oh, your sex dream with John Dutton is better than real sex with me? Listen. This is my it life, It was guys. important, okay? You messed it up. But... I mean, like, there's such a freeing feeling to just be able to say how you yeah. feel and not yes. hide your true self. And, yes. like, I, I wish that for everyone. Because, like, we have people that come to us and they're like, how do I tell my wife that I don't want to tell myself? Knowing good and well that if he says something, she's going to judge him. And she's she's also going to feel like she's not wanted. I mean, right. and I get that. I think right. that's a valid feeling. Yeah. But there's so many of these feelings that get brought up. And I just, like, my heart goes out to them because I've been there and done that. Yes. And that's just... If you don't know what you don't have, it's it's like hard for me to explain it. It's really wonderful, like knowing that you're going to love me regardless of what I want to do. Your and may love you more. John yeah, <laughs> and probably loves you more. I for it. <laughs> so I, I love that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you so you find your husband, adult friend yeah. finder, mm-hmm. and then the rest is history. You fall <laughs> you fall in love, and then and then you're. A happy, blissful lifestyle. No, couple. right. No, actually, no. It is. It's great. It's great. Um, there's always your ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what you're into. Um, but when it came to this whole adventure with Red Room, it was a "What the hell are we doing?" kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, but I don't regret it. I don't. I I put everything into it, and I love the fact that you guys are here and you're bringing new people in and we've got new people coming in all the time because again, like you guys, you, you, you found yourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, we had a couple that came in um, just last, last weekend and they're, they're both brand new in this and they're just like, you know, we want to experiment. And the next thing I know they're they're they, they got married mm-hmm. and they, they met in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think they actually might've met here even. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, Oh, we're making a love connection. Yeah. How yeah. awesome is that? But I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, again, with this whole adventure, it has been a work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of heartbreak. It's a lot of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But the end result is to bring people like you guys and, and the next generation and the people that have been in it for a life, long time like I have to come here and have a good time and feel like they can be themselves and to meet other people that they can, they can be friends with. Cause I've met the best people in this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They're my best friends. Yeah. And you know, you literally, you, you breaking down the barrier of the fake. I mean, how more real can you be than I want to go mess with your husband or yeah. I want to go mess with your wife yeah. or, you know, I mean, that's just like, that's real. Yeah. And it, it, it it's, it's freeing mm-hmm. to be able to be who you are. Yeah. And so we have the car, you know, I, you know, as we've become more, out and open about being in the lifestyle and we've met more lifestyle people i think we're most of our friends nowadays are lifestyle and and like you're saying is it it didn't we didn't do that on purpose it's just that once you kind of out out yourself and and like you said could be your true self with people around you those tend to be the people you want to be around more Uh, and it just you don't even do it on purpose it just kind of falls in that direction and it's Mm -hmm. definitely i think me and Lacey find it more and more often that we really don't hang out with a lot of uh, vanilla people Mm-mm. anymore you know in our yeah. in our free time except you know obviously like school and baseball games and you know the stuff Our you family. have to right. you know but, yeah. but <laughs> if, we're, yeah. if we're going away somewhere for a weekend if we're you know trying to hang out with people on purpose a lot of the most of the time it's lifestyle yeah. type people and even if it's not even if it's to not have play, sex with them right it's yeah. Just, yeah just for fun yeah mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a it's a mentally engaging conversation yeah because you really aren't just being super superfluous mm-hmm. you are being deep yeah you're talking about things that are pretty pretty serious mm-hmm. i mean if you're talking about relationships you're talking about mind and sex that is pretty intense. So, I mean, I think that you, you can't help but get more closer with people that, mm-hmm. when you talk about those conversations. Yeah. And so I think after the break, I want to get into like how, how we got to the red room. But be- <laughs> before we get there, you know, as somebody that's been in the lifestyle for, for 20 years, you know, we always say like it's a journey, right? Like where you were at day one to where you are at mm. now. 
Um, you know, even us who's been doing it for six years, it's, it's been quite a journey. Yeah. I, I can imagine if you put that same span over 20 years. So mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about how your, your path has evolved or oh, yeah. maybe some of your rules and boundaries that might be different now sure. than they were when you started? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, of course, the, my very first time I was terrified and I drank way too much in the parking lot and got, <laughs> walked in sloshy and like, what the hell's going on? And I was terrified. And I tell people that come in here that are brand new, I'm like, trust me. Yeah. Don't, don't get shit face drunk because you want to remember what's happening. Yeah. You want to remember what you did. Um, but yeah, it's nerves are crazy. Yeah. yeah. And you know, being in here for so long, I, I don't have that nerve, but yet I still can get little butterflies and get uh -huh. the, the jitters, which is great because it's always exciting. Um, but no, as far as from day one to here, whew, we're talking experience. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing I can tell anybody in this lifestyle is to be, very forthcoming on what you want from your partner. Mm -hmm. If you don't make clear boundaries and clear rules. Now, again, when you're in the moment, shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. Uh -huh. But, but after the fact, you got to remain calm when things are happening because mm -hmm. you don't want that drama. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that drama. We don't get into this to have the drama. Mm -hmm. So take that when you get home yeah. and let's talk about it. And the next time you'll be better prepared because mm -hmm. you think you're going to, you think you're going to address everything and you don't realize when right. you're in the moment yeah. that there's things that happen. You're like, what the heck? You, you, yeah. Way you enjoyed that way too much, way too much. Yeah. That's, I'm not okay with that. But yeah. yet now I'm like, hell yeah, you had a great time. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So, you know, your, your emotional state, your physical state, everything changes throughout the years. And of course mm -hmm. it depends on who you're with. Yeah. And I've unfortunately been with several different people and different ones created different, different experiences for me. Yeah. And with my current partner and husband, he's amazing and he makes me feel always like I'm always number one, even if he has an amazing time, mm -hmm. I'm like, I that's know really at the important. end of the night, mm -hmm. I'm still his number one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's all you got to remember. Now, when you first started, were you looking for the girl, for the bisexual? Is that, I mean, <laughs> yes. it seems like yeah. every couple right, yes. that when we talk start, to, it's yeah. like when they first enter the lifestyle, it's, well, we want to find a single female oh, and yeah. then have a unicorn. That unicorn thing. Is that, yeah. where you, is that where you started? Oh, yeah. That was my fantasy. And yeah. I actually had that uh -huh. on my 30th birthday. I oh, got wow. that fantasy. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was like... The day after, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. No, you can what? It's, there's no okay. rules here. Yeah. Okay, good. What the fuck did I just do? Yeah. And I felt that extreme guilt. And then he was like, well, that was great. Let's do it again. I'm like, I can't do it again. Like, it was such an emotional thing because I was in my early 20s and I wasn't really prepared mm -hmm. for what was going to feel, what the feelings mm -hmm. were going to be. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you wanted to say, I don't want any more. But yet deep down, you're like going, I really want to do that again. Yeah. Right. But I don't want him to like it too much <laughs> because I, again, have to feel like I'm number one. Yeah. Uh -huh. And if and if I ever feel like I'm not, then it gets it gets yeah. weird. But I think that's important to know that all of those feelings are valid. Yes. You know, like no matter what age you are, no matter what stage you are, like Everybody goes through oh, those feelings and uh -huh. like telling your partner all of those feelings is how you get to where things are okay. Yes. You know, I think that's important. I think people just like pretend like they went and then the next day they're just okay. Everything's fine. Everything's just fine. And I think it's important to communicate everything yes. that you're feeling because then the next time you get in an argument about the dishes, mm -hmm. you liked it too much with that girl. Yes. You know, on Friday night. So I think it's so important true. to really so talk through we all, all the it. emotions, <laughs> even if they're good and bad. I think right. that's really important part. I think, like for me, when I first got in the lifestyle, I just wanted to not be like the new kid. You know, yeah. I just wanted to be like an expert. And so like, I would pretend like things were just it's like, fine. yeah, it's everything's fine. good. We're good. good. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're That's great. Fine. This is so much fun. And <laughs> I think like I've learned throughout the years to communicate yes. in the moment or, you know, like the next morning the next, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. exactly how I'm feeling. So yes. I think that's important for new couples to really remember that. Well, I will be honest with you, even if I've been in this for 20 something years, yeah. it's still, there's still times of that angst. There's mm -hmm. still times of that, like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. Like, can we just stop this and just be normal? Yeah. And it's like, you know, part of me wants to know that we don't have to have this kind of lifestyle mm -hmm. to be good together. But it's so hard when you're a dirty girl yeah. <laughs> to stop that because it's yeah. like it is it is so much fun. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've talked to a lot of women and a lot of women are like, you know what, this is more fun for him than it is for me. But I enjoy that seeing him have fun mm -hmm. and I still have a good time. Yeah. I may not always have the best time. 
because I'm going to talk for a lot of us women, Mm -hmm. there's a lot more men that have more fun than us women Mm -hmm. because it is hard to find that perfect match. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that we're more picky or we have more buttons that have to be pushed Mm -hmm. than a man does. Sorry, Mm -hmm. Dan, but it's, it's it's something about, I like pushing buttons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Pushing, rolling. (laughs) Yeah. Rubbing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you do well. (laughs) Everybody's blushing at the yeah, table. Yes, okay. Dirty lost her spot. I don't even. I don't even blush anymore. But maybe I do. Um, but yeah, that's the thing where you know it, it doesn't matter how long you've been in it. You still have different experiences, yeah. and it's okay to have that. But you have to talk about it. Yeah, and you also have to digest it yourself mm-hmm. and say, "Is this really where I want to be?" Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm I'm happy. I can't mm-hmm. wait for more experiences. I'm like, I've got so much more I want to do. Yeah. Well, just like Dan said in the beginning, there's times where I'm like, especially like coming off of like a big weekend and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we can just, we can just be normal. Yeah, we don't need to do we this We don't need anymore. to do this. And then like two weeks later, I'm like, you want to go to Atlanta? You want to go to Nashville? And he's like, wait, I thought, I thought you yeah. don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, I, so it's like, I get what you're yeah. saying. Like, there's a part of me that just wants to be normal because I think that's what like society tells yes. us we should be. But deep down. Yes. Lacey wants to be dirty too. I want yeah, to be you dirty girl. too. <laughs> so I understand There's that. enough room for us yeah. dirty girls. There's plenty of room. All right. So then at, at some point in your journey, I assume you went from looking for a single female to mm. couple, couples is that what it didn't happened? take long it, it didn't, didn't take long. long it didn't take long no 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 uh-uh. and, yeah. and, i'm curious you know is it because you couldn't find single females and, and couples became an option or did you have a conversation where you wanted to experience another male uh well back in my day it was hard to find single females it's, it's still, still hard yeah it, well it is yeah, yeah. It's elusive unicorns oh yeah. my god but it, it's it's Sometimes with a unicorn, it means sometimes that you're only getting one part of your fantasy fulfilled. Yeah. Like, I like the male, mm-hmm. and the female can do all that she can do, but she's not really going to do the, yeah. the male part. So I wanted that extra. And it wasn't too hard to find couples who would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, the whole couple thing is, is to, and it's the, just as, as elusive as a unicorn is, it's just as elusive to find the couple that matches all your couple you. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, me and my husband, and we're totally different people. You got to find people who match mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, it's hard, and so mm-hmm. it is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the whole the whole soft swap happened, and then that didn't last long. And he was <laughs> like, "Let's just do this whole full thing." Yeah, and that was another whole emotion, mm-hmm. another whole emotion because. When you're in the same room, you're trying to focus on who you're with, mm-hmm. but you're also want to watch hear, your partner. You can't hear help yeah. but hear what's going on yeah. next door. And you're like, wait yeah. a minute, they're having a lot more fun, or uh-huh. I want to like join in with them. Mm-hmm. So it, there's so many emotions that go on with this. It's just amazing to me. No matter how long you've been in it and how many times you've done it, there's always the difference of people. Mm-hmm. You might have this amazing connection. And then you'd be like, oh, my God, they're amazing. And then the other one's like, well, I really didn't have a good time. You're like, yeah. damn it. Yeah. So I had this great connection, but they didn't. So now mm-hmm. I can't play with them. Yeah. Because if you don't all four feel the same way, mm-hmm. you kind of have to stop. Yeah. That's why we like group play. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's how, like, we've kind of gotten. Because, like, there's we have a lot of friends that, like, he may enjoy the wife and I may not enjoy the husband or vice versa. And mm-hmm. so, like, we love group play for that very reason because yeah. you can still enjoy the aspects that you want, but mm-hmm. nobody's being left out. Everybody's involved. So it just kind of works for us. Yeah. And, and you know, bringing up that, I think that's a, a good thing to talk about. You're saying, like, oh, you see your partner really enjoying themselves and maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not having the best right? experience. What, I guess <laughs> – I think anybody that's in the lifestyle has had that or yeah. is going to experience that. Yeah. What do you do? What uh, What advice would you give to people when that happens? What do you do? How much I guess I, I, could, I could ask. How people. much have I had to drink? <laughs> have to drink that night? Yeah. Yeah. It could be really cool, or, or it could be like, I'm done. We're out. Uh, no, I really don't do that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty polite. I let yeah. I let the things happen. Yeah. And let it let you just it finish. Make naturally. the best of it. And yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to make the best of everything yeah. as much as I can. Um, but yeah, when it happens, I just say, you know what? Next time, I'm going to take care of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that may be me taking care of me, mm-hmm. um, or me joining in with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it can be where you literally self sabotage yourself. Like, oh, I'm not having as much fun as they are. Yeah. So this sucks. Like in your mind, you've 
probably created that they're over there just having the best fucking oh, time. Yeah. And, and he may just be having an okay time, but yeah. in your mind, <laughs> yeah, they're, they, that's the best lady he's ever had. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I get that. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely. I mean, we, we've talked about it a lot on this on this podcast. M- males that have like performance anxiety yeah. and maybe can't get hard. And yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, all of that stuff. I think is something. If you're in the lifestyle for more than a day or two, you're going to experience that as as you kind of go through it. And yeah. I think Lacey says the same thing. You do that mm-hmm. when that happens. It's just you just got to make the best of the, the situation. There's a lot yeah. of other things you can do, and and just. I think the worst thing to happen is kind of the to make a huge deal out of it in that moment. And yeah, because it's not your or, fault. Right. You know, no. like if I'm not super into the husband, I have a voice and I should need, I need to communicate that to you before we get into the bedroom. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a learned thing in the last, you, you, you almost grow. Mm-hmm. Like I learned to like either say something or, okay, I'm going to make the best of the situation yeah. and have fun. And then we get home, we're like, okay, in- I hope you enjoyed that because that was a one-time deal, you know? <laughs> I think you well, kind of learn, you know? Well, there's the also the other thing of the opposite mm-hmm. where the, your partner isn't able to perform. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, I feel so bad for him and I feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. I'm over here having a great time and he's over there going, oh. But you're more worried about him, so you, you're you not having fun. So that's where, again, I think a lot of it is in your comfortability with your partner mm-hmm. and that, you know what, I'm so happy that he's having a great time. Yeah. Because if he's having a great time, she's having a great time. Mm-hmm. And, and whether I'm having a great time or not, I know that in the end – we're all going to go home and we're all going to talk about mm-hmm. it and we're going to have, you know, th- our yeah. conversations. Probably reclaim each other. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hope so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Okay. So uh, after 22 years of, of trial and error and going through all this, yeah. where do you, where are you, what are your rules now? Where have you landed? Are you, do you know, do you, are rules. you a same room full swap? Are you, uh, do you play separately? Where, where, where have you found what's the, What's the our dirties secret, rules? Our dir- dirties rules are no rules. Oh. oh. Yeah. We have no rules anymore. Yeah. We did in the beginning, and we and I did 20 years ago, and I realized, you know what? We have a shelf life, and we are just going to enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't feel right, we'll stop. You know, but we don't have, like, same room, soft swap, you, you can't kiss me, mm-hmm. you got to, you know, and it's like, that's just so much. Of course, again, when you're beginning, you have to, you have to find your way. Yeah. And but you'll find that things are going to start changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, again, that's with growth. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. No, dirty has no rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've talked, uh, it's, it's funny you've mentioned that. And I think it, it, it's very, you know, what you just said is very true is when couples first enter the lifestyle, it, it's always the they have the laundry oh, list yeah. of rules, right? The oh, no God, kissing, yeah. the you know, no penetration, no you know, no coming in with the other person, and, mm-hmm. and all that list of rules. And it, it seems like you know, me and Lacey are six years into it now, and we've we've I don't know if we've really changed the rules that much, but maybe a little bit. We've dropped yeah. some of our rules, yeah. and it seems you know, you're saying now, twenty years later, it's like <laughs> I do whatever I, well, I do what I feel yes. comfortable with. Well, and we my even husband. have rules, yeah. So like even our rules now, it depends on our friend group. So, like, if our friend, if we're super comfortable with our friend groups, a lot of our rules that go we have kind of go out the window. Right. So, it, it's definitely situational. So, I get that. And I could see that. I could see as we yeah. get older and things change, yeah. we try different things. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess <laughs> I keep saying last question, but uh, <laughs> one more. Have you, you know, we get asked a lot on TikTok and stuff. People always, well, what if you catch feelings or what if you, you know, mm. get too close to somebody? <laughs> Is that something you've experienced through your journey? And then how, how did you, you know, what, what's your advice on that? Everybody's subject? so worried. Everybody's very, that. very concerned about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yes, um, you do catch feelings and you do find yourselves being attracted, even mentally, physically attracted to the other. But with that, you take it to a point. I mean, you know, I, I might just love you guys mm-hmm. and be like, you know what, I want to message you all the time. But, but it's strictly, it's, it's very surface. Yeah. You don't get deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you start to get deep with somebody, then you don't need to be in this relationship yeah. with your husband mm-hmm. or your spouse or whoever, mm-hmm. because that means then that your, your, your relationship isn't as solid as you think it is. Yeah. Like I have plenty of gentlemen who want to message me all the time and I cannot, I don't have the time. Yeah. And if, if they can't handle me not messaging them for months and then all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I'm back. And then being okay with it, then I know that we're good. But if you like, you get deep feelings for me, or vice versa, which I don't. I mean, I'm I'm happy where I'm at. But that's happened. 
Mm-hmm. And you, you just, you can't let that interfere. And because if it does, then that's telling you right away, there's a problem in your relationship with your spouse. Yeah. Because if you find yourself having feelings for the other person, because it can happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this trick for us, it's strictly play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is not anything more than play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am your toy. That may sound very bad to some people, but I literally am here to play. Right. Yeah. I'm a game. I'm a toy. I do not want to develop feelings. I do not. I, I think of you as as good friends. Yeah. And I want everything that's best for you, but do not get attached. Yeah. And yeah. that's where you got it. You got to put that limit of. Yeah. I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not your girlfriend. Yeah. I am your playmate. Yeah. It feels like non swingers have a hard time grasping that. Oh yeah. It's not hard for me. Like even if I kind of felt something for somebody, I would immediately pull back. Like I would immediately be like, okay chill out lazy like you know because like he is my number one and i think that people that have never like had sex for just pleasure for not you know right i I think it's hard for them to understand like to grasp that concept but it's actually not very hard at all in my opinion well and that's where again it takes maturity yeah it takes understanding who you are and Mm -hmm. who you're with and if you if you look at it now, some people want to like be friends and they want to develop relationships and yeah. that's cool and that's great. If that's what you guys all want, mm-hmm. that's great. But for me, I don't want a relationship. I already yeah. have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find that like if you find a couple that is wanting more of you or wanting like maybe they're not in a great place. Your relationship might be perfect or, right. you know, great, but they might not be. And that might be a red flag. And you might you might have to pull back as a couple from that couple because we have friends that like they want to almost date each other. Yes. Yeah. Like they, they require a lot of each other's time and stuff. And mm-hmm. Dan and I have never wanted to do that at all. We don't have the time to do it. It's like a lot of what you said, right? Like our, I know you're my person and I choose you every single day. And I, and I think part of what annoys me about that is people think that's a, that's a issue that's, only in non-monogamy, but like anybody can catch feelings, whether you're monogamous or not monogamous. There's plenty of monogamous people out there falling in love with their coworkers and, yes. and other people in their oh, life, yes. right? So mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, catching feelings for somebody outside of your marriage is strictly a non-monogamy issue. I understand right. why when you're engaging with sex with other people, why it's something that may, you know, pop up to the forefront. But yeah, I think it's the same. We, 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 can enjoy people and have sex with people, yeah. but not want anything more than that. And no. it's, it, it is, you still care about it. Right. I it mean, is blurry, I, right? Cause I, I think have, there are feelings yes. involved. I think we have feelings for just about every couple we've ever had sex with oh, yeah. on some level. Right. And right. you know, the couples that we've known for years and are good friends with, we have more feelings for them than couples that maybe we meet at a club one night and fuck right. them and never talk to them again. You know, oh, so yeah. there are levels of that, oh, but, yeah. I, but I think we do have feelings for all of them. And, I think it's not, you know, it's okay to not be afraid of that, but you just have to know where your personal boundaries are. And I think it is yes. different for every couple. I mean, yeah. there are, there are oh, polyamorous yeah. couples that are all in and, mm-hmm. and are com- completely, you know, comfortable sharing all their feelings. And then there's a lot of swinger couples where they fuck and then you That's don't text it. me, you don't call me and we're done. You know? So <laughs> yep. I think again, like everything in this life, <laughs> like everything in this lifestyle, it seems like it's a spectrum and, and yeah, every yeah, couple is going to be different. And you oh, just, yeah. you know, you, again, you and your partner need to be on the same page and where your boundaries are. And as long as you are, then, and, you know, have fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. I think with that, we're going to take a little break. And we're going to hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going to get into how you went from being uh, a swinger couple to to uh, running a swinger club uh, in one of the nation's uh, probably biggest party cities, right? I mean, yeah. Nashville is kind of – this is uh, the yeah. bachelor bachelorette party central. All right. Yeah. So when we get back, we're going to talk about that. So we'll be right back, guys. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. 
Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, thank you for listening to our sponsors. We love our sponsors. We do. Um, and we're still here with with Dirty, and she's still she's still looking dirty over there at me. I don't I don't know what the <laughs> she's rubbing her boobs. Yeah, I know. It's hot. Um, all right, so <laughs> you're a, you're you, a swingers you couple. I know. It's, it's been a lot you of that okay? today. You I don't okay? know. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, uh, so how do you go from being a normal swinger couple in Nashville to then deciding? To open a, a venue, can you can you explain that journey to us? How does how did that go come about? <laughs> okay, so in twenty nineteen, I think it was, uh, we had a couple of friends who were talking about wanting to open up a club. We have a club that's here local, that's a great little club, um, but we just didn't find what we wanted there, and Menage closed because of the COVID situation, and. The next thing you know, we're like looking at places to rent and um, we found this place, which was pretty ironically um, not anything what you would think a summer's club would be. Um, <clears throat> got the lease and started building um, in July and by October we were open and it was a ton of work. Um, a lot of heartbreak and and tears and money and blood and sweat. Literally, blood and sweat <laughs> went into this. Um, but what we were, our goal was to create a place for people to come and be themselves and to be safe and happy and find their true place in the swingers' life. And that's what we did. And so we've been open for a year. And we have grown tremendously. We've added lots of new things, lots of fun things to kind of make it an adult Disneyland. That's what my husband wanted it to be. Like you walk in, you're like, you don't know what you're going to find. We tried. In in fact, from day one to today, we keep adding and we keep changing and we keep trying to make it fresh. Because you want to always come in and say, what have they done now? What's their next thing? And we're pretty much at the point where we really can't do much more, but we're not done. We're not done. <laughs> There's still more to come. Um, but, but again, the whole thing was to give everybody who's in this lifestyle or who even wants to experiment or even just see what it's like. Cause we get so many new members who are like, we want to, um, embellish our life. We're happily married. We've, we've been married for 30 years, 20 years, 15 years, two years. We want to explore. Mm-hmm. And this place is a great place to explore safely and to not be bombarded by anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. And that's what we, we developed stages. You walk in, you know, it's very calm and you come into the main area. It's, it's a great social area. You can see and meet and mingle. And then of course you go back to the back and then a lot, a lot changes towards the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that setup. I think that's a, you know, it, it seems there's a lot of, you know, I always wondered like, well, you know, why in swimmers clubs or is it like, there's like a social area and then there's always the, the fuck area in the back. But it's, you know, when you stop and think about it, it makes sense that, you know, 
you don't want people to walk through the door and then see craziness and then be scared and leave. So it's kind of, you know, and this this place is laid out very well for that, that it's kind of like the further deeper back you go into the venue, the, the more dirty stuff happens, <laughs> you know, even from, you know, from the front greeting area through the, the dance floor and then back, even in the playrooms, as you go further back into the mm-hmm. playrooms, there's, there's more, uh, more Levels. naughty things. And if you, mm-hmm. uh, you can see all that on, we're going to have a YouTube video up. So, uh, awesome. we'll have all that out, out there for your listeners. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I think that's that's great. So you said it's been it's been a journey, it's been a, it's been a uh, lots of ups and, and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, so my understanding is you guys rent a venue, so you're a club and yes. a, a membership, and then you rent you rent a space, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the venue itself is a separate a separate business. So the venue itself actually hosts um, birthday parties, bachelorette parties. We even had a wedding here one time. <laughs> I mean, it, it literally is itself. It's a it's a fully purposed venue uh-huh. but when we have when red room hosts an event we open up the back you open up the back but when, the, but when it's a normal event we of course keep those doors locked <laughs> and nobody has any idea and that's what we want to keep it that way <laughs> which is why when you're a member of uh-huh. red room you have to be you have to go through the process to be approved um and that takes 24 hours so we don't like to see anyone walk in the door All right you have to be approved you have to meet the requirements and we you know we check everybody out um because we take our privacy very seriously mm-hmm. we don't want this to get around that you know we are a, a swingers club because we're not mm-hmm. red room is the club right mm-hmm. and red room has the members and they come in and they party. rent a venue space yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah no that's, I, that's I, how I, it works it's very mm-hmm. it's very well laid out i think mm-hmm. yeah. um i was gonna ask a question so because you're nashville and a lot of people come here for mm-hmm. vacation do you get a ton i mean i'm sure you have locals but do you get a lot of people traveling here well the thing is is that we don't really advertise yeah a lot of it has just seriously been word of mouth yeah um, we don't like go downtown and put our flyers out yeah. or anything so it's been we have regulars who come in all the time mm-hmm. and they they spread the word and then yeah. the, and then the word just it just it just blossoms yeah. and we just keep getting referral upon referral. And now of course, you know, we've had a couple of podcast groups come in. We're mm-hmm. so excited about you guys no. being here. Um, but it helps, it helps spread the word mm-hmm. and that's what we wanted. We didn't want it to be like broadcast all over the place that, you know, Hey, we've got this club. It's a word of mouth mm-hmm. um, that also brings in people who know people. Yeah. So that kind of keeps, keeps the club very, um, tight knit community. Yeah. Without being clicky. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's that, that's always always the key. Yeah. Um okay, so I would say if somebody was going to come visit at um the Red Room, what what would be some advice you would give them? What can they expect? Let's let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. We do have a group. Um we got a few hundred people I think coming here in a couple in a couple Yay! weeks. Yay! Um so what 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 set some expectations for them? <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Or if they can't make it to our event, like let's right. say you yeah. hear this and you want to you want to come in a few months or whatever, yeah. I think that's important for people to kind of yeah. know what to expect. Okay, that's actually a good a good thing because there'll be a lot of messages um, on our email asking about like what do we what do we do what do we expect? Yeah. And the biggest thing is to say that there is no expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the dress code is very firm. We do not allow t shirts. We do not allow flip flops. We do not allow do we allow. Um, torn jeans mm-hmm. dress to impress yeah i mean if you're going out on a nice date yeah you're dressed you know you want to impress the people right if you want to come in you want to make friends it always helps to look your best mm-hmm. um but again that's we have different themes you don't always have to dress in the theme you can come in however you feel if you want to feel sexy now again with our location we ask that you do not come in you know with your g-string and your, your thigh highs and in a trench coat yeah. it's a Oh, the trench coat would be okay. You'd be, you'd well, that's what somebody was but asking me. And I always, room. so I bought like a trench coat, like a nice one <laughs> from Amazon. And then I usually just throw it over yeah. my outfit and then I just have heels on. And so it just, it has buttoned up. So it just looks that's like cool. I have, and I literally, it's, I've only ever worn it to swinger events. It just goes with me. Mm-hmm. Because like when I leave the hotel, I don't want there to be kids and in my boobs be out. You know, I right. just want to be respectful. Right. So for me, I've always done that. Just I think it was like 30 bucks on Amazon mm-hmm. and it just goes with me everywhere. So yep. I think that's something. You know, we've even went out to dinner and I just left my trench coat on. That's sexy. Time. Yeah. That's really hot. <laughs> I like that. I, I like that idea. That's yeah, like my that's swinger advice. Awesome. Buy a trench coat from Amazon. <laughs> it's a very it's a very good advice yeah. because when you go out and smoke, 
we don't mm-hmm. we want you to be covered. Right. Yeah. And when you're inside, you can be um, nude from the waist up, mm-hmm. manage and men and women. Um, but in the back, you can get completely naked if you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is is to come in and dress like you would be mom and dad are watching you walk out the door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> come in. We got a great dressing room that you can change into, and we have yeah. women who come in looking like they're going to church, and then they leave looking like they're you yeah. Know. But anyway, <laughs> the biggest thing is is that we've got the space to be able to make multiple outfit changes. Yeah. Um. So bring your own. Bring your own booze. Mm-hmm. Okay. You pour your own. We do not pour it for you. We have a bar that's got full of mixers, juice, tonic, club soda, Coke products, Sprite products, um, all that. So we've got a full bar for that. Um, we want you to come in. If you've never been here before, you can have a tour that kind of makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. We've got people who've been here all the time that are happy to show you around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got ambassadors who will help you feel comfortable. Um, I know that the owners and the staff themselves are always there to make you feel welcome yeah. and feel comfortable. And if you've got any questions, you know, that's, that's, we're happy to help you. And if you have any problems, let us know and we'll take care of it. Okay. So dress to impress. You come yes. in, bring your own alcohol. Um, you, you have a DJ here. Yes. And so the mm-hmm. front area seems like it's very much set up to uh, listen to music, mm-hmm. um, lots of seating areas to kind of... It's just like a regular club. Talk it's, and mingle. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you've never been to a swinger club, when you walk in, you literally feel like... You're just at a regular club. You have no idea that behind. But you might the, see some boobies on the dance correct, floor. Correct. Correct. You might see boobies and a little grinding. <laughs> but like, then you open these doors and it's like paradise behind <laughs> there. So that's good to know, though, for people that like maybe this is their first time. I don't want you to yeah. think that you walk through the door and people are fucking on the couches. Yeah. Like, we're going to ease you into it, right? Yes. yes. And you go with your own days. Yeah. And if you walk in and you don't like that, just go back out and dance. Mm-hmm. You know, that's oh, yeah. perfectly okay. We've got people that come in here and they don't, may, they may never play. Yeah. But they love to be in the atmosphere mm-hmm. because it's just such a freeing feeling. I mean, I've seen plenty of people who come in and they never leave the front. Yeah. They never go to the back, which mm-hmm. they're missing a lot of fun back there. But, yeah. but if they don't, that's okay. I mean, yeah. like again, there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. None. Whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. We've talked to, you know, we've interviewed several event uh, organizers and, and hotel takeover group owners and stuff like that. And they repeatedly say that thing, same thing over that a lot of, you know, you know, I've heard even numbers of like up to half the people that come here mm-hmm. really just come here for the environment and to have fun. And they'll probably never end up naked in a playroom fucking anybody. But they, but, you know, for people that are over 30 or, you know, there, there's not really many other places to go and, and meet people and hang out and have right. fun and feel relaxed. Right. Um, and swingers clubs are the perfect place for that. Now, well, the bonus is you can go in, into the back and have, have you know, <laughs> get a little dirty. Uh, <laughs> pun intended. I'm uh, there. I'm there. I'm helping. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's something we hear often. Yeah. And, and so I think that's important to, to bring up because, you know, if you're if, – don't be afraid to come to one of these venues if right. you don't have intentions of getting yes. naked and having sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people think there's so much pressure to play or they're going to feel uncomfortable. And yeah. my my advice to them is if you go to a place and you feel pressure to play, mm-hmm. it's not the place for you. Right. You know, that you need to reevaluate where you're at because there should never be any pressure. Unless you're putting it on yourself because right. you just want to do it. And that's right. a different situation. But from the club, from the people, no one should ever pressure you. Mm-mm. Exactly. Okay. And we do have snacks. Oh, and that's you important. That's if you're drinking, a- you need a little something on your tummy. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. We have protection as well. Too. That's awesome. <laughs> protection, wipes, don't yes. flush them down the toilet. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> snacks, all the things. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I'd like to ask you, you know, as somebody that's been doing this for, you know, a couple of years, um, for the couples that do want to transition to the back. Yes. How do you make that happen? How, what's the steps to that? It seems like people, a lot of people go to these events and venues and they go every weekend maybe or once a month and they never end up in a playroom. How do you make that transition from here in the dance floor to, to back in the playroom if that's something you want to do? Well, th- this is my suggestion on that is to, th- we've got plenty of open areas in the back that you can just sit mm-hmm. and kind of watch the comings and goings, literally of the comings and goings <laughs> of what's going on back there. Um, we have got four playrooms, and if you leave the door open, then that means that you're welcome to be watched. Um, you can invite yourself and ask if they would like you to join, and people can say yes or no. Um, the door is closed. Obviously, don't bother them. Mm-hmm. And when the door is open, you can go in there yourself. But we have, like, play dice to kind of break the ice 
it's like you you roll them and it's like you know the the good old dice game mm-hmm. lick suck tip, I did it earlier thigh. what is it bite a oh you thigh. had to bite a thigh. thigh I had to bite, bite a thigh, thigh. Yeah. but you didn't Ouch. do that I, I think you still owe uh, I had a thigh <laughs> yeah. still owe dirty sorry thigh. I was working I was I know, working she was busy <laughs> but I guess my biggest thing is is just just you know what take that step in the back yeah and if and if you're just watching and you ask to just you know just ask it's always polite to ask may I touch May I just feel? Mm-hmm. May I join you? Um, and even if it's just a gentle caress, mm-hmm. that can open the door mm-hmm. to more. Yeah. Um, but just don't walk in and think that you know you're welcome to touch because mm-hmm. you're not. You always have to ask. That's the biggest thing people need to understand is that just because we're in this lifestyle does not mean it's okay to touch and grope and feel without being asked. Yeah. Um, but but the biggest, the funnest thing is is to go into the back, the back, back, mm-hmm. the back, back, back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Back where that castle is. Yeah. Oh, the castle. Mm-hmm. The castle. Have you been on that castle? No, yet? I never have. No. Oh, I've always God. been too scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it, though. I'm going to do it. I promise. How many drinks does it take to get to the middle mm-hmm. of the Tootsie oh, Roll? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll probably do it after like one. I'm down for it. I mean, like, we've been here. We've, we've came to the Red Room enough times now that I've seen it. I've taken uh-huh. it in. I think I'm good with it. Yeah, they're talking about a female glory hole. If it's, yeah, if, if you don't, don't know. know what the castle is. Yeah. It's like no one else has one. So if you like, <laughs> if you want to be in a female glory hole, we call it the vagina castle because it's shaped like a castle. Yeah. You're you're outside of the castle from the waist down and yeah. inside of the castle yeah. from the waist you up. You need to come to the red room. There's a experience. sheet that kind of covers you and you don't. Yeah. So I've got about a year plus <laughs> working my bravery up. So I think I'm there. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm down for a little red room awesome. at the end of the month. I'll try it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Y'all heard that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do I need to sell tickets? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. That's not allowed. Just kidding. Just, just kidding. For legal reasons. JK. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, she's trying to get me in trouble all the time. Uh, yeah, she is. Uh, me and you both. Right? I know. Yeah. Right. But no, I think that the whole, the, the, the getting to the back yeah. is a step. And again, with having the different levels, like we have the area for just couples only, mm-hmm. uh, two in, two out. And then we also have the area where we can have a third. So that area is a little more, um, uh, how do I say it? A little more free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's less, there's less people. It's smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have the cage with the, the Sibian, the, the Sibian yeah. which is mm-hmm. amazing. And that can kind of open up a door again for being a little more risque, mm-hmm. but yet still being safe. Yeah. Because again, I think the biggest part is women are so afraid of being uncomfortable or being groped when they don't want to be. And mm-hmm. that's where we make sure that we, we have security that walks around mm-hmm. and we make mm-hmm. sure everybody's okay. Yeah. No, and you, that's a good point. Like things like the cage is a good, it's, there's a physical barrier that they yes. can put themselves behind, mm-hmm. yep. but still be watched and, and have yeah. that enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sa- or even same going your, into the room, right, like the, the fishbowl fish room, yeah, yeah. where there's a glass yeah. that people can watch. And yeah, yeah. I but, mean, that's really how like you and I, like when we first started going to swingers yeah, clubs, that's, that's how that's we, we never, had someone invite us back or we never invited somebody back. We always just went back there and found like an open spot and then played with each other. And then people would come and then people would, you know, people would ask or you would ask if you could touch somebody. And so it kind of grew from there. And then we slowly got more comfortable. But I think it's important that people know that you have to kind of put yourself out there, which is scary, especially if you've been married for, you know, like five, 10, 20 years and you haven't had to date or haven't had to, you know, mm-hmm. put yourself out there. That can be scary, and I get that. But it, if you want things to happen, you have to, or at least one one of the two of the couple has to be the one to. Yeah, yeah. To kind I, of, I think that's important to kind of highlight that in this environment, in a, in a swinger club or swinger event, it's okay. You can walk up to a couple and say. Would you like to play with us, or yes. is it okay if I yeah. go down on your wife, or is it all right if I suck your husband's dick? <laughs> like those are all completely normal okay. conversations yep. in this environment. Well, maybe don't just like walk up to a stranger. Well, like, yeah, maybe I mean, you want to chat him up a little bit, but first, but even if you do walk up yeah, to a stranger, nobody's going to be like taken aback by that. No, I mean, that but might it's not okay be the best. to say no, thank you. Like we've and had it's couples. Okay to say no, yeah. We've had couples like they were attractive. But we literally walked into the club and they, they like within 10 minutes, like, no, we going to hang out a little bit first. Like, you want to go play? We have a drink first. Like, <laughs> let us put our purse down. You know, like, <laughs> damn. So, um, it, you know, it happens and that's okay. Like, we weren't rejecting them as like people. We just, 
we needed to get in the door and get settled. So I, it's okay. It's okay to say stuff. It's okay to be rejected. It's okay to reject. And mm-hmm. that's all part of it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very normal, all those conversations in yeah. this type of an environment. We're actually talking about having a party in March that's kind of called the Rainbow Party. Mm-hmm. To where you will wear bands or you'll have something on your neck that shows you, like, are you into this, this, or this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard of some so of those. So it kind of helps when you're like approaching right. someone like, I'm you know, here like, to fuck. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for her yeah. or I'm here for both of you. Uh, and he, you know, yeah. so it's kind of like, it kind of helps break the ice a little yeah. bit when you have that kind of a yeah. thing because you might, you might totally offend someone saying, well, I want to go down on your wife. And yeah. she's like, I'm not into you, but yeah. I'm into her. And like, well, we really played together. So yeah. that's one of the things where that's, it's the biggest thing is trying to deal with rejection because rejection yeah. sucks. It yeah. does. But I think if it everybody sucks. is respectful and kind and treat others the way that mm-hmm. you want to be treated, I mean, I think we're all grown up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard sometimes, but you just have to, you know, it's not personal. It's just part of it. Okay. Oh, exactly. I think in these, we got about five, 10 minutes left. You know, before we turned on the, the microphones, you were talking a little bit about, um, as a female, how you feel uh, that this lifestyle has empowered you. And I, and I think that's a good message um, for everybody. And unfortunately, I didn't get it on, on, on audio. So if you could, <laughs> no, re- if you could go back over that a little bit. But yeah. I think people do have the an idea that, you know, women that are swingers are somehow – objectified (laughs) or that you know males are controlling in this environment have forced them into this um but you you were kind of highlighting some of the ways that this lifestyle makes you feel as a woman if you could go over some of that i think it'd be great for people to hear well i know for me myself um i had a lot of um personal issues with my own self-esteem for years and years and years um and getting in the lifestyle it's funny. You would think that it would be reversed. You think people would be judging you all the time, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're too this or too that, or, you know, you've got muffins or you've got cellulite or whatever. And you realize that, you know what, when you own who you are mm-hmm. and you've got women who are who are empowering you, because the women here and in the lifestyle usually are like, girl, you look amazing. Mm-hmm. You may be feeling like shit, but you're like, you're walking and going, I feel like shit. And they're like, oh, my God, you look amazing in that mm-hmm. outfit. Wow. It, it it brings your your anxiety down yeah. because you're like, oh, okay, she thinks I'm pretty. And so the biggest thing is we dress for the women more than we do for the men. Yeah. The men are like, hell, you're here. I, I think you're sexy. Yeah. But when you own it, and that's the thing I think that a lot of women I find here, they are really, truly feeling the best they've ever felt because mm-hmm. they are the power. And I mean, and again, with your relationship with your man – you know, a lot of times the women are the ones who make that decision. Yeah. And when they do, the man's like, hell yeah, okay, we're in. Mm-hmm. But when the woman says, you know what, I'm not okay with this, it should be a, you're not okay, I'm not okay. Yeah. And that's where the communication, the feeling good, the bringing each other up, women bring each other up, mm-hmm. men are happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm in a swingers club. This is great. My yeah. wife is cool with this. Yeah. So that that whole empowerment thing is a lot of just your own mental and then someone else just kind of reinforcing how you feel about mm-hmm. yourself. Like, you know what? You're a beautiful. Yeah. Lacey, you're beautiful. Oh. And it's just like, you know, that. how does that make you feel? Makes you feel great, great right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can tell you all day long, but yeah. someone who doesn't know you says, yeah. wow, you're beautiful and you're smart. Yeah. And you're sexy. Yeah. You're like, Pfft. I can rule the world now. Yeah. So that's where I find the empowerment. Yeah. I think is, a lot of, like, I get a lot of people asking me on TikTok and stuff, like, what if you're self-conscious or, like, hmm. like stuff like that? Or there, is the lifestyle accepting of all body types? And yes. the thing about it is, is that we're all just here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it, Dan was saying, we were chatting about it earlier, the women who are having the most fun are the most beautiful. It doesn't yeah. matter, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It doesn't matter their size. Like confidence is sexy. Yeah, yes. confidence is sexy. You know, he said the most gorgeous girl in the room, the skinniest, the mm. what society says is perfect, could be sitting in the corner, embarrassed, not wanting to dance, not wanting to have fun. And then you got someone that's just average, is just having a blast, and she's yes. going to have a better night Yes, because yeah. of that. So yes. I think that's important to remember. Well, the truth of it is, I don't think I've ever met a, a, 
a female that that doesn't have some kind of self uh, issues, you know, some self confidence, and really not even female. I think it's it, you know oh, fair to say that too. every human has yeah. some kind of self confidence issues. You okay. know, we we've talked a little bit about like you know male anxiety and mm-hmm. things like that, and mm-hmm. you know confidence and stuff. I think it's I think it's universal. Um, for everybody in the lifestyle, and I think that's that is one of the great things about this lifestyle is is seeing people be able to be open and having people build each other up and mm-hmm. and and yep. enjoy all those fantasies. Well, in most people at this that are at swinger clubs, thirties, forties, fifties, we've all had kids. We've yep. all, you know, I mean, we've we've all been tiny and bigger and small, you know. So like, no one's here is perfect. Right. Nobody's gonna see a stretch mark and be like, oh my gosh, I get out of yeah, here. Yeah, you know, you know be like, girl, we're, we're, we're looking all good. in a different place in yeah. life, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be a little bit of everything. So, well, everybody has a fantasy, yeah. and everybody's fantasy might be something totally different than what yeah. we think. Yeah, and that's why I love. Th- the fact that we have all different body types and all mm-hmm. different people and all different mindsets, yeah. but we're all here for one purpose. Yeah. To have fun. Exactly. And to fuck. <laughs> and to fuck. <laughs> if you want to. Yes. No pressure. No pressure. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that about puts us out of time, but Dirty, did you have anything that you wanted to put out that we haven't already talked about to the Swing Nation listeners out there? I just want you guys to come out and have a good time. Yeah. And and visit the Red Room. If you're out from out of town, you, you can get a short one-week membership to join, to come out and visit with us. Um, we would love to host you for a party, um, host you for a night, a weekend, whatever. Um, but we just want you guys to have a good time. And, uh, I always say if you're coming to Nashville, do Broadway because you have to. Yes. You know, the, then go to the Swear Club the next night. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You got to do We're both. only 20 minutes from Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to do both. Mm-hmm. And All right. Uber, Uber picks up. Oh, oh, that's good. All right. So if people want to find more information about the Red Room, where, where should they go? <laughs> They're going to go to redroomnashville.com. Redroomnashville.com. Yeah. All one word. One word. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I think with that, folks. In a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.